Welcome to No Truck Stops, a Pac-12 podcast. I'm Carlos. Joining me, as always, is Avery at Brave Grapes. No, she's not here. I forgot. Uh, it's just uh, uh, Greg it's... at Banana Morphs. Sad boy uh, Greg. It's, it's, it's just, just me. Just me. Uh, how are you feeling, Greg? Uh, you, you recover from that uh, Rose Bowl loss? You know, uh, I was able to recover from this one in record time. Uh, oh, really? I don't know pissed. what I, I've never seen Utah mad, fans this mad at their team. That see, that's the funny thing is that like I didn't realize it's so much easier for me to get over a loss when it's like one hundred percent Utah's fault. Like interesting, nothing about that game. Like, how how do I put this? Like the Florida game, Utah played badly. It was their fault. They lost. They still should have won. Like they yeah. did all the things they needed to do to, to win. You know. The, yeah. U- the UCLA game is another one where I got over very quickly because it was just like, oh, that's just, there's no scenario where Utah wins that game. Right. Uh, and this one is, <laughs> uh, this one is similar to that, uh, except that there was a scenario where Utah wins that game, except uh, Utah just shot itself in the foot at every every single opportunity. Uh, RJ Hubert. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Chris Chris Fowler was calling him out. I mean, he was basically well, on the broadcast that, that being was, like, uh, he's, this is the fifth time he's gotten burned. That was, he's just had the worst two-game stretch I think any Utah football player has had in my life game, lifetime. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's the USC something. game, he was dreadful. He made one good play. Other than that, like if he doesn't make that interception of Caleb Williams in the championship game, Everyone would have been talking about that as an all-time bad performance, and he somehow got worse in the Rose Bowl. It's uh, bizarre. It was pathetic. And then the quarterback thing—that was that was what frustrated me more. Uh, you know, Cam Rising goes down, and some people are saying, you know, it looks like a torn ACL, which sucks a lot for him. Uh, and then you bring in Bryson Barnes, and while I was upset when they brought Bryson Barnes in. Immediately afterwards, I got it. Okay, I was like, okay, he's he's been the backup. I guess you have to bring him in. And then he sucks hard. <laughs> hard to imagine a way he could have been worse than he was. And they just continued to trot him out there. Did not see any of Nate Johnson. Andy Ludwig is not seeing heaven for that atrocity <laughs> of a game. Uh, yeah, we obviously talked about the game a lot, but yeah, it, yeah. Was, uh, it was not a great uh, performance. Did you actually get to do anything fun, though? Did you actually enjoy yourself in Pasadena? I, in LA? I think it's impossible not to enjoy the Rose Bowl. Uh, okay. That's that's my take. Uh, did you go to the Rose Parade? <laughs> I did not this year. Uh, last year we did. I thought it kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> it was cold. Woke up way too cold. early. Yeah, it's, it's early. It's cold. <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, pay like $150 to get one of those grandstand tickets or you sleep outside. Yeah, it's, it is, it's not You got to experience going. it once, but, you know, but, after yeah. once, it's like, all right. I after once, it's like much better to sleep in a little bit and then drive, tailgate outside the beautiful stadium and then go into the stadium. And just the vibes are so good that, like, I don't regret going at all. Like, of if you course. told me beforehand that was going to happen, I would have done it anyway because it's just, it's the Rose Bowl. Yeah. But, uh, and the yeah, last, I, I'm excited Rose to not Bowl think ever. about it. Yeah. It's so. the la- that, and that makes me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, uh, I'm excited to never think about that game again. Yeah. Uh, it was a bad game. It was not fun. It was like, 
I don't know. I was expecting a fun game or at least a Utah beatdown, and especially after the Cotton Bowl. I can't believe was, you were expecting a Utah beatdown. I, I still I mean, can't. I just, like, I I don't know. I, I just thought Utah had figured some stuff out. Maybe they were. But, like, I don't know. We, we talked about it ad nauseum, just, like, it being a disappointing season, it being, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing about Utah's defense being really, really good. I'm glad that kind of got shut down in this game. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's all. I thought Clark Phillips's impact this whole oh, season yeah. was insane. Didn't even realize how big it was. Yeah. Like I undersold it. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that on Monday show. Stream no truck stops, Greg. Once, just listen I, to podcasts I, outside I, of ones that you're on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. You had any good food in Pasadena? Not in Pasadena. Uh. Did not really eat out there because we stayed in Anaheim, and apparently, food scene in Anaheim, not good. It's not great. Disneyland yeah. has some good stuff. Did you go to Disneyland? Is that where you're in Anaheim? We did not go to Disneyland. That's just too much money. <laughs> Why did you go to Anaheim then? Uh, it was Anaheim? just a it's place like where we could find drive. a cheap place to stay. You had to go all the way to out An- oh, to Anaheim for that. That's a yeah. lot. That's like an hour and a half drive. I had a few friends who had to do that too. It was okay. it was a long drive. <laughs> all right. But, uh, yeah, not great in Anaheim. Santa, Santa Ana, just a little bit down south, is great. Has great food. In um, what's it called? On the way to Anaheim, when we stopped in Vegas, we stopped at the Carnitas place. Uh, oh, Doug Claudio, I think it's called. Do, uh, yeah, Claudio, we stopped yeah. there and uh, did not disappoint. Uh, that was fantastic. That's fun. That was the the culinary highlight of the trip. Awesome. I love Vegas is such a shockingly good food city. You wouldn't uh-huh. think it was, but it's a it's an awesome food city for whatever reason. All right. Uh well we have Pac-12 basketball to get to. Uh some mm-hmm. conference play. Finally. We'll talk about the first weekend of conference play. We'll do a Pac-12 hoops reset. We'll look ahead to some of the most exciting games coming up. But first, a programming note. Our basketball episodes are moving. Uh, we're moving those to Mondays at 5 a.m. Pacific, taking over our football slot so we can adequately recap all the basketball stuff that's gone on from the weekend. Uh, you know, conference games kind of bleed into Sunday sometimes. So we'll do that. Plus, now that time slot is free because uh, we're not doing football episode any- episodes anymore, so we can just get into shooty hoops. Uh, our main episodes on football have ended, but we also have more football content for you on our Patreon at NoTruckStuffs.com. I actually am going to try this uh, walk and talk episode that's solo, so I don't have to coordinate with anyone. It's just me talking while I'm on a walk for 30 minutes, uh, talking about some Pac-12 bat- football stuff. So I, I just recorded one on... Uh, why I think UW is the best team in the Pac-12 for 2022 and uh, reflecting on UCLA season. So that's going to drop. I think I have that dropping Friday. Uh, Matt and Reed are going to do weekly football episodes on the Patreon starting on January 12th. Uh, they're going to drop deep dive postmortems for each Pac-12 team. The first one they're starting with is Colorado. So kind of a hard sell. They're starting from the bottom uh, the bottom all the way yeah, to I the top. I think the Colorado one becomes much more entertaining. It's true. When yes. you see that Dion is there now because now it's not just this is a barren wasteland of hell and uh, <laughs> it's going to continue to be a barren wasteland of hell now it this was a barren wasteland of hell but it becomes something more fun yeah uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to talk about they have I think if I'm looking at the recruiting rankings for 2023 it's gone down I guess it's been a little bit lower where were they at weren't they a top 25 class or something they're number 43, I guess. Oh, that's only for high school. Let's look at overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they have the 23rd ranked recruiting class in the country, <laughs> which is absurd. Like, mm-hmm. very bizarre. The Dion um, effect is real. It's insane. And a lot of that is like, tra- I think they have like the third best transfer class, uh, second best me. transfer class. They yeah. have 17 transfers. I don't Ooh. know. We talked about uh, Arizona having the best and USC having the best one year turnarounds in terms of roster. Colorado, I don't know. I was talking to. I mean, this uh, turnaround, just in terms of like ranking, mm-hmm. it's ranked right where where Arizona's was. Yeah. Um, but they have more transfers. I was actually having some interactions on Twitter with our homie William Whalen, who's a Colorado mm-hmm. football and basketball guy. He was kind of talking about Colorado's football's transformation. And I was like, oh, this is, a you know, maybe the expectations are a little bit too high on Colorado because they're, you know, even though Arizona had like a one-year roster turnaround, Jed Fish did that in a season and got them to five and seven. So that's all we can expect from Colorado. And he was like, this is a much more gate like the the talent that Colorado's bringing in is much more game ready and experienced uh than Arizona's was and he's right They're, this transfer class is absurd absurd so anyway i'm sure Matt and Reed are going to talk about all of that and the Deion Sanders effect so go check that out at uh, notruckstops.com uh lastly please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify we're stuck at 3.5 on the brink of 3.5 3.4 so help us get to 3.6. That'll be our next milestone here. Uh, you can find that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We really appreciate all the help. All right, enough funny business. It's actually basketball time. Let's start with a quick recap of all that went down in the Pac-12 over the past weekend. It's uh, It's been a few days, so we'll try to get you refreshed here. First up, the LA schools. They visited the Washington schools. Wazoo nearly took down both of them, beating USC handily and honestly coming absurdly close to beating UCLA. UCLA, on the other hand, escaped that game with Wazoo and also beat the living shit out of Washington, 74-49. USC split the road trip uh, with a win over the Huskies and a loss to Washington State. The Mountain Schools traveled to the Bay Area Schools also. Utah got a road sweep. That's their second straight uh, road sweep over Cal and Stanford. Colorado had a another bizarre Frankenstein weekend. They beat Stanford in a game they really should not have won. Uh, and then they frankly got fucking beat down by Cal. I know the score was only like a three-point score. Cal was in control of that game. Like, they just beat the shit out of Colorado until Colorado got some garbage stuff laid and kind of came close. But uh, Cal ended up winning that. So Utah goes 2-0. Colorado goes a very Frankenstein bizarre 1-1. Stanford somehow goes 0-2. Uh, and Cal remarkably split this homestand. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fucking team. Um, we had <laughs> we had two rival Cal games. Cal is also. prepared to completely fuck the entire season. Just like have the worst non-con imaginable. <laughs> Only win one game, and then they're gonna have like a respectable conference record. Oh my god, I hate Cal. They are so fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, we had uh, two rivalry games. Arizona beat Arizona State in Tempe, sixty-nine to sixty, while Oregon beat Oregon State in Eugene. 77 to 68. Uh, let's, I, I wanted to pull out one game. We don't have to talk about it very long, especially because I don't think you watched it. Um, Arizona State, Arizona. Uh, I'm not sure how much of this you saw going around or whatever. This was like a really crazy game, this one. Uh, Arizona, Arizona State. It was in Tempe. The environment was uh, pretty rowdy. Maybe one of the rowdiest we'll see in Tempe ever in a long time, except for when Arizona comes along again. Um Arizona won like 69 to 60, but I, I can't tell if it was like a more convincing victory than that or a less convincing one than that. Um, 
I, uh, <laughs> if you watch this game, Arizona got up big. It was like a, a, a blowout. Like I, I like it, it, it looked like Arizona was Arizona state was listless by halftime. It was 45 to 28. And then Arizona state goes on one of the craziest, like second half opening runs I've ever seen. Like within 90 seconds, they had scored six points and then they had like rallied all the way back within about five minutes, just on pure adrenaline and chaos. Uh, rallied all the way back to like get it within two or three and Arizona was fighting them off for the vast majority of the time until the very end when they started pulling away a little bit. Um, it was a, a, a bizarre ass game to watch. Uh, <laughs> Arizona state again, they're, they're like a very, they, it looks like they feed off of just like pure energy and adrenaline. They had their defense just uh, locked up Arizona for like what felt like 10 straight minutes. Like it felt like Arizona was getting nothing going and nothing was going right for them. And then offensively, it was just like, we're just going to fucking lob it and we're going to let guys go ISO. And, you know, uh, Frankie Collins was doing some absurd shit. <laughs> uh, they were hitting like random threes. Like the, the uh, Cambridge brothers were hitting some shots and Warren Washington was all over the place. It was an absurd game, but in the end, uh, Arizona ended up pulling away. I'm not sure how much of it you got to see or if you saw any highlights or if you saw any discourse, but I don't know. What were your reactions to at least seeing that result? Yeah, so most of how I consumed this game outside of post-game highlights was through your tweets, um, <laughs> which was fun. <laughs> it was stupid. Uh, it was so dumb. It was, uh, at the beginning, you correctly called the Arizona State comeback because you said... Like if I recall correctly, unless I'm making this up, I don't think I am. But, I'll go uh, look it up. So Arizona goes to a lead, and then you say, "This is not over." Like Arizona has given up, has has gone up uh, oh, yeah. on big leads over teams before, and they come back. And so I'm not giving up. And then immediately <laughs> after that, you said, "Never mind." <laughs> she was dead. <laughs> See, I should just shut the fuck up. Every time I say this stuff, I'm just like extremely wrong. <laughs> and then and that's when they made their comeback. <laughs> yes. But um I think what this showed us is like ASU I think is real. Uh mm. I one game does not a season make, but uh I do think like this showed us ASU, they're they're going to continue to be a scrappy team. I think they are a very... They're just hard to play against, and they can do a little bit... like They're like Utah defensively, I think, in just terms of the... They make things hard, you know? Yes, yeah. The difference with them is that they... When things get hard for them offensively, they just have more avenues to... uh, yeah. Get out of they it. Like, they have a Frankie Collins. Utah guy, doesn't have yeah. a Frankie Collins. Right. They got guys who can bail them out when they're going through touch stretches. Mm-hmm. Which makes them a really fun team. <laughs> <laughs> a stupid and, uh, one, but yeah, a fun one. A stupid sure. team for sure, but, like, legitimately good, which yeah. is <laughs> just funny. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's a, a, a silly, silly team. They... Their defensive stats, they are, let's see, where are they in terms of defensive efficiency? There's the 25th best offense per Ken Palm in defensive efficiency. Uh, they are sixth in the country in opponents' effective field goal percentage. In the country, one of the best teams uh, at, at making you shoot terribly. Two-point percentage is their third in the country in opponents' two-point percentage. Um, 
and they're 24th in the country in block percentage. A lot of that is Warren Washington. Like, I'm not sure how much of Arizona State you've seen this season, but like, mm-hmm, Warren Washington, yeah. a big guy and like all over the place. So, uh, I, I don't know. This game, I'm like, part of me is like, this makes me think Arizona State is for real. And the other part of me is like, I kind of think Arizona State's fraudulent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this game is probably not a good one to evaluate. It's a rivalry game. Things got stupid and weird. Um, but I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to make of Arizona State at this point. You're right. Defensively, I think when they're on and they're locked in, pretty good. I mean, they held Arizona to fewer than one points per possession or a hundred or a, 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 a lower offensive rating than a hundred, which is like hundred points per possession, one point per, per possession. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a good benchmark. Like I think Arizona gets, what is Arizona average here? I'm going to look this up. Um, I always feels like more these. than that. <laughs> it's oh, it's a hundred percent more than that. They get their offensive rating is one point one seven points per possession. One hundred seventeen point two is their offensive rating. So, um, pretty high. Uh, really, really high. Uh, they have the best offense in the Pac twelve in terms of uh, offensive rating. And uh, Arizona State mucked them up, made it ugly, made it disgusting. So I don't know. I mean, I think um. Uh, I think there's that to take away. And the other part of it is like, and then we've said this about Arizona state and this is just who they are at this point. I don't think they're ever changing. Their offense is not good. It is, it mm-hmm. is a lot of just like dumping it off to a guy and hoping he cooks, right? Like I cannot like every single possession is all right. Frankie Collins dribble around a little bit. See if you can get some penetration and, and maybe he'll like, he'll kick it out, right? He'll get some penetration and then kick it out. Um, to an open shooter and and that that will be the pass but if it's not that then you know it's either him going up for a shot or it's dumping it off to someone else and they get a chance to cook like that's kind of their offense and honestly i think it's the limiting factor for um for arizona state i think it's it's the reason why they are such a high variance team why i don't i'm not sure i trust them Mm -hmm. but you know We'll see. They are favored in most of their games coming up. Uh, they they're favored over Washington State in Washington um, at home. So if they get that, oh, they, if they get that, they'll that'll put them in a pretty good position for the rest of the season. But I don't know. Weird Frankenstein, fucking weird team. We got a lot of weird teams in the Pac-12 this year. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I stand by my this conference is bad take. <laughs> I, know. I don't you, know. What you to tried say to about convince me a few weeks ago. You tried to convince me that it's not, but uh, I think I'm Arizona not convinced State's a great... it's not yet. I mean, it's <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, we we'll we'll talk about a reset and talk about if we have any actually yeah. good teams in this conference. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to plot that game. All right, well, uh, let's move on to talk about peak of the pack. Uh, teams that this is reserved for teams that we want to shout out for having particularly great weeks. So, Greg, I want to know who was in your peak of the pack this past weekend in the first weekend of conference play. I am gonna go with Washington State. Okay. They 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 did have a loss. You know, they went one and one. I think the last episode has been since Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the first weekend, yeah, this the first weekend of conference play, which was this past yeah. weekend. Yeah, so they, they lost to UCLA, but they only lost by one point in that game. And UCLA will get to them, I'm sure. <laughs> I think they're really hitting their stride right now. Uh, they, they look really good. And the fact that Washington State was able to do that is a good sign. And then to beat USC by 10, who is definitely in contention for one of the uh, – 
one of the top spots in the conference. I think it was an impressive win. So uh, I'm going to give that to Washington State, not because, of course, I think they're even close to you know one of the best teams in the conference, but they that uh, was a great week for their standards. I think. Yeah, I, I also think Utah State is a or sorry, Washington <laughs> State. What the hell am I talking about? Uh, I also think Washington State is like, um a competitive tough team in the worst ways for this conference uh they've had some really <laughs> bad losses they've had some bad losses in yes non-con they lost to utah state which i guess is 36 in kempom they lost to hawaii which is not very high in kempom they lost to unlv not a particularly good team per kempom they lost a prairie view a&m like it's 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 probably the view worst A&M. loss oh actually that, i forgot about texas southern but it's up there uh, yeah it's up there with one of the worst losses in the entire conference but like they didn't really get blown out in any of them and they played baylor super close probably should have won that game uh ran out of steam a little bit you know they they've had some really competitive games they nearly beat utah in overtime in pullman back when they played in early december uh they are a tough team, and they played UCLA very tough. In fact, Washington State was up for the vast... This was almost a wire-to-wire win for Washington State. Washington State's... Uh, or UCLA's only lead was when they went up 5 nothing, uh, and, and Washington State pretty much took control of the game after that. They led for, I don't know, like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. 95% of this game uh, even had a 12-point lead at one point late in the first half. Uh, Washington State had outscored UCLA or tied them in the first three quartiles of this game, and UCLA escaped with some timely defense, with some just pure talent and having guys who can shoot. If you look at like the win probability chart for that game, uh, very highly favored Washington State for the vast majority of it until UCLA, like at the very end, steals it. Washington State mm-hmm. should have won this game. Like I don't, I don't think that there's anything like post game win expectancies for college basketball. If, the, if the, like if it did, if we had post game win expectancies, this should have been like I don't know ninety percent or maybe like something like seventy percent for Washington State over UCLA. They should have won, but. It says something about UCLA, to your point, that they came away from this really horrid game that they played. They played absolutely horrible for the first half. No scouting that Washington State was like a three-point shooting team. We had talked about on this (laughs) podcast of fucking Twitter morons that Washington State loves to shoot threes. uh, And then UCLA's like, like, nah, let's go under those screens. No, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Absurd, absurd. They did a nice job of adjusting late, um, and uh, eventually they're – Washington State's uh, defense really never let up. Like, I think they made UCLA play very ugly. Um, more ugly than I think UCLA is even comfortable playing. Yeah, they can play ISO if they need to. Man, I, I, like, they made uh, they made everyone inefficient. Uh, Jaime Jaquez, who uh, was probably UCLA's best player, five, a pretty measly 5 for 13. They got a ton of free throws. They went 21 for 22 from the line. Uh <laughs> Uh, they got a lot of calls and made way too many free throws, um, particularly for their style of play, which is a jump shooting mid range mm-hmm. team. Uh, they don't really attack the basket like that. They're not like an Arizona that's going to get a ton of shots at the rim. So um, yeah, kind of uh, kind of an absurd game. But uh, kudos to Washington State for making that competitive. They as soon as I saw that game end, and then I started watching the Washington State USC game, I'm like, 
I think Washington State's going to beat the shit out of USC, and because they just are a decently coached team that's mm-hmm. you know got some shooters, maybe kind of. Um, and they did. They beat the absolute piss out of USC. I know it's only a ten point lead, but they were up by like. 15, it's not that 16. close. Yeah. yeah. So uh, USC was never competitive in that one. So uh, yeah, no good. Good peak of the pack uh, there with Washington State. Uh, I, I'm going to give Utah a peak of the pack, and I'll give you a chance to let them cook. I'm not sure if you got to watch much of Utah this past week. I didn't open. Did they got a road sweep? I know they didn't look great uh, all the time. Uh, they did have to pull into some heroics for the Stanford game. <laughs> that fucking the ending of that game. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then they needed. Uh, they they. I mean they they did beat uh, Cal handily i think they let cal hang around a little bit too it much, was just but, so low scoring that like yeah. it never felt like like utah cal was, was the better yeah. team i thought yeah basically throughout that game uh but because the offense just couldn't get anything going there was always the chance that you know cal could go on a run and then in the second half they sort of put that to bed which was good to see the big reason why I totally agree with you with Utah being mentioned here is because last year, uh, I believe Utah had 11 total wins and four conference wins on the season. Utah right now, mm. as we sit in the first week of January, has 11 total wins and four conference wins. That's fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> already matched last year, which is <laughs> great to see. Like It's actual, very tangible improvement. Which uh, I don't know how many Utah fans actually expected that this year. Yeah. A lot of them were pretty down on uh, what this team would be. And I did expect improvement. I did not expect this level of improvement. So I'm, I'm very happy with Utah. Yeah, it was a, a – look, a road sweeps are hard. I don't really care who you're playing. If I mean, Cal Stanford might be the easiest road sweep in the entire conference and maybe a few teams will get it, but like – they're hard to get. You can't count on road sweeps all the time. Weird shit happens. Again, you're on the road. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, they're hard to get. I think you got to appreciate them when when they're there. Um, I, I am of the opinion that it uh, doesn't really matter. Utah's offense doesn't look that great. Not not in terms of like winning the conference, but like, yeah, you know, they they've got guys who can score. They went three for nineteen. It looks like against what was this? Was this Stanford or Cal? Oh God, which one did they? shit the bed most offensively i, I mean they, i think three they for 19 both but three for 19 from three uh against cal that's uh they probably actually would have maybe oh no they shot well three. against stanford yeah they shot pretty well against Stanford. yeah against cal though three for 19 uh that's probably just some bad shooting luck so no i think and and utah's defense is uh good it's flat out straight up good uh maybe against stanford it faltered a little bit but they held Cal to 43 points. And I know it's Cal. They suck. They're, they but are 43 not just, is, is, it's is very, kind of ridiculous. It's not a lot yeah. of points. <laughs> yeah. Is that, I'm going to look, let's see. Is that, okay. What is your guess? Is that the lowest point total that Cal has had this year? What's your guess? Oh, it's Cal, but I think it is. It is uh, by five points. Our lowest point total before this was 48, which they accomplished two times. <laughs> uh they scored 48 <laughs> against tcu and 48 oh. against eastern washington um and so they only scored 43 against utah so i mean utah's got per ken palm a top 25 defense they're number 21 in ken palm's defensive efficiency rating that's good uh mm-hmm. you know they've their offense is maybe not that great it, it is top 100 it's number 84 in uh the country 
but like that's not that's not bad at all. Uh, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh in the Pac-12. I mean, you know, considering mm-hmm. where they were last year, that's that's good improvement. That's real tangible improvement, like you said. Um, so right now, uh, did you see? You didn't get to see uh, Joe Lunardi's Joe Lunardi's latest bracket, did you? So I saw something on Twitter. I think a week ago that had Utah as the in the first four out. Where where do you think where do you think where do you think they are now? Where would you say? Yeah, I'd still say first four out. They're in the last four in per Joe Lenardi. <laughs> Moving on up, let's go. <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of projections I've seen have had them kind of somewhere solidly in at this point. Um, I I am very curious to see Utah if Utah gets Man, the if they manage to make a, the tournament this year. What a massive that, accomplishment! Is that one Craig of the best Smith one coach of the year? Yeah, I, I, you've got to. If they are a tournament <laughs> team, I mean, if they are top four if they, seed if they in pull the Pac-12, that off, which I don't think they will, because the schedule only gets harder from here. Sure, but if they manage to pull that off, that would be incredible. Ken Palm has Utah with a projected record of twenty-one to twenty-one and ten, and fourteen and six in conference. I don't know that that's right there on the bubble range. Uh, yeah. You know, getting to twenty wins, fourteen and depends six on who conference. those wins are against. I think it's true. Um, they are favored. They the losses, just so people know, the losses that are projected on their schedule. Um, they have Utah projected to go zero and two against the LA schools in LA. That is coming up early January, just around the corner. Uh, they've got a projected loss to Oregon in Eugene. Ken Palm has a projected loss to the Arizona schools. Both of them. Um, and then a projected loss to UCLA in Salt Lake City and Colorado in Boulder. So, and and a lot of those are top ups. Like that, you that Utah USC game. Um, Utah's only a one point dog per Ken Palm. Forty nine percent chance to win that game. Utah Oregon forty three percent chance to win that game. Utah Arizona State forty five percent chance to win that game. Colorado forty seven percent chance to win that game. So, I don't know. This could be a really cool turnaround if if Craig Smith can get to a. I don't know. Can he get? I don't know, 10 wins? Go 500 in conference play? Still a good, still a tangible Very, improvement. Yeah, I would be hugely happy with that as a Utah yeah. fan. Yeah, Um. So, cool stuff. Utah, a really good peak of the pack pick. Uh, who? Um, I did. You really did. good peak you of the pack that. pick from me. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, any other peaks of the pack that you want to shout out here? Cal got a conference win. <laughs> good for them. Good for them. Uh, I can't believe it. it. Did they win? It was two a legit conference three win. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, they didn't somehow fluke their way to that win. They were better than Colorado. <laughs> yeah, definitively. It's <laughs> so funny to say, but they were. Uh, so good job, Cal. I think they deserve a mention. ASU beat a good. I mean, not ASU. Arizona beat a good ASU team, and they are, I think, have they lost since? And yeah, yeah, they still only have the one loss. Yeah. Uh, so, good job, Arizona, taking care of business. Not yeah, sure there's that's... anyone else who really deserves it. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk some shit about I mean, about UCLA beat the shit out of Washington, but. Yeah, that was yeah. I mean, Washington. Let, let's get into our uh, yeah. shaming teams. Let's. I'm gonna call this. I don't know. If, uh, let's see if this name sticks. I'm gonna call it for now the Humiliation Hub. I don't know. I need an alliteration, but I'm, I'm gonna go with that. So, what's what's a team that you think was humiliating this week? A team that you want to shame for what they did? That you want to put them in the corner and say, "Look, look what you did." 
Well, <laughs> it is on topic. Washington. Uh, uh, the well, mess. Well, Look well at the mess that. you've made, Mike Hopkins. <laughs> Look what you've <laughs> you, done. You let Boogie Ellis <laughs> drop 27 points on you. What Jesus are you doing? Christ. Jesus. <laughs> and then you let a Dembona score 18. A Dembona who has not scored at all this year. Yeah, or you're um uh not a Dembona. Dembona's a UCLA. Oh no, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, you're right. No, you yeah. are talking about a Dembona. I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought you. Were I wasn't thinking of a Demba ball. No, a, a yeah. Dembona uh, kicked Washington's ass, <laughs> which should not happen. That you should be ashamed. He's getting of better. Washington. He's getting better. He but, is getting yeah. better. He is getting better. But like, that's a big jump from yeah. where like his median is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh. I just, th- oof, oof, Washington. What happened? <laughs> I, like, they were looking decent. And I get that they lost to two upper-tier Pac-12 teams, but still. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, they have, uh, I, I'm not sure if they've looked decent. They had that bad loss to Cal Baptist that you uh, called yeah, out that's earlier. A good point. Every other good team they've played, except for St. Mary's, like, how did they pull that shit off? Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, I don't know. That was like at <laughs> 2 a.m. Eastern or some shit like that. St. Mary's is 17th in Kempo. I'm like, that, uh, Kim, uh, St. Mary's is probably looking at that being like, why the fuck did we lose to Washington? <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, aside from that, like, uh, every other team they've played, I guess Colorado's, like, decent per Kempom, but, like, we know that they are no, Colorado. something Ooh. wrong with them. They're, they're <laughs> fooling we the got, We got you next. We got you next, Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they played Gonzaga, uh, got the shit kicked in by them. They played Oregon State, which is not good. They lost to them. Got their asses handed to them by Auburn. Their asses handed to them by USC, humiliated by UCLA. Uh, they are bad. I don't, I don't, uh, it, it felt like they might be okay, but, uh, I think it's pretty clear <laughs> no. now that that one win against St. Mary's just happened to be super, super fraudulent. Um, they are projected to, they're only projected to win three games left on their schedule. They're projected to go three, and, what is this? Three, six, nine, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. They're projected to go three and 16 over their next 19 games. <laughs> Uh, uh very not ideal very certainly no they're they're only favored against cal uh oregon state and cal so dumb 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 stuff from you uh humiliation hub for me colorado mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing <laughs> um once again did exactly the opposite of what we expected them to do by beating stanford a game in which they were i think underdogs in uh, because it was in Stanford, and then uh, losing to Cal inexplicably, um, definitively getting beat by <laughs> by uh, by Cal. What what do you think? What's what's the point margin for the the largest lead that uh, that you think Cal had in this game? I was following it. I just don't remember the exact numbers. I want to say sixteen. Uh, 21 at one Ooh. point. Okay. This is bizarre. I was watching this game a little bit, sort of in the corner of my eye and, um, and definitely keeping track of the score. Cal led 70 to 49 with four minutes left in the game, Greg. Cal? Four minutes left in the game. Uh, <laughs> they and, just uh, didn't score. 
And somehow yeah. Colorado got cut the lead all the way down to four, had a chance to win this one for whatever fucking reason. Um, <laughs> they led by 21 with four minutes left. That is uh, a meltdown if I've ever seen one. Um, yeah, no. Uh, embarrassing shit from Colorado. This is like, I don't like get what Colorado's deal is. That maybe I'm just not like not watching them game to game enough, but like they are losing to some bizarre ass teams and beating some teams. Like again, they have a win over Tennessee in Nashville. Uh, they've got a loss to Matt to UMass. Uh, they've got a pretty okay win to Colorado State. They've got like a decent win over Texas A and M and Yale. Uh, which Yale is like top 100 to in Kemal, and then they've lost to Washington. They've lost to Cal. Like. What the fuck is going on with this team? I, I, I like, need to ask people. Like, we're going to have our, our our boy Benjamin Burroughs here to talk about this bizarre-ass team, the weirdest Pac-12 team I, I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very weird, extremely weird. I don't know what to make of them. Um, it, it's – I wanted to say that, like, when Dion came, he stole all of the good vibes from Colorado basketball. <laughs> but, like, clearly he didn't take all of them. Yeah, because like they still get they still get wins sometimes, and they still get good wins sometimes. It just like it doesn't make any sense. It, <laughs> I don't it understand really does how this is happening. It really doesn't. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, wow, Colorado must really, really suck to have gotten their asses kicked in by Cal. I I don't know. I 100 percent could see them beating one of UCLA and Arizona. At of one course, point. they would beat one of them. They have to. It'll happen. <laughs> And they'll lose to Cal again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, it does not. Yeah. God, stupid ass team. I don't understand any of them. Uh, KJ Simpson had actually some fantastic games, incredible games uh, against both of these teams. He went, uh, he got 31 points off of 11 for 23 shooting, five rebounds, no, seven rebounds, four assists, and a steal against Stanford and actually played. I guess well, I don't know. It's hard to say because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like watch fully this game, but looked good and put together a really nice line. He went, he had twenty five points off of ten for twenty shooting, five assists, two steals against Cal. So uh, he's been consistently like a really, really good player for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Whether that's resulted in wins or not, I don't know. Um, it's silly. It's dumb. Doesn't make sense to me, but. Um, he himself has actually been playing pretty well. He's his his shooting splits are he's shooting fifty percent from two, thirty five percent from three. Like a pretty efficient player, um, an offensive rating of one hundred and eleven point one. Um, like pretty like he's he's good. He's like a top I don't know seven player in the Pac twelve at all of the conference, um, and uh, has had to do a lot of caring for them. But it's just it's just not enough. He's actually fifth in. Uh, Pac-12s, uh, sorry, Ken Palm's all Pac-12 um, list here. So, I don't know. Something something about that Colorado team. I gotta do some closer deep dives into them. I feel like they've left my consciousness. I was like, yeah, they're fine. And then I'm like side-watching this Cal game and I'm like, what is wrong with them? Anyway, <laughs> there's Colorado. We'll see if they uh, sneak. They're probably gonna sneak away with like a Pac-12 tournament championship or something. It'd be stupid and absurd. Uh, out of their humiliation hub, contenders here teams that you think should be shamed i i, I don't know that i feel like those are the stanford two. maybe but like oh, their stanford losses probably were close. there i hate stanford i think they suck i don't know they do suck. i think they're bad they, they do suck you're right 
I do think they're bad. I like I get that um they have some talent. Uh I get that they've been competitive. Like they haven't really gotten blown out. The only time they really got blown out was against UCLA. And even then they kind of made UCLA look shitty. But other than that, like they're playing some good teams tough, I guess. Um I don't know if Colorado counts as a good team, but they did. Uh, I think they're not good personally. Um, I think they are, I don't want to say Cal bad. Maybe they are now that <laughs> Cal has a win over Colorado, but I think they're bad. I think they straight up are shitty, but the analytics kind of love them. They like their defense and they have talent. I am so deeply unimpressed with everything Stanford does. And, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Jared Haas. Jared Haas needs to go. Survives. Yeah, he, he does. He absolutely does. Uh, I think that's it. I mean, no, the yeah. teams have been embarrassing. I'm really curious to see. We didn't talk about them for a um uh, a contender for uh the peak of the pack because they haven't really done much. But Oregon maybe quietly mm-hmm. starting to figure some stuff out. They lost to yeah, good Utah Valley Oregon State. Yeah, What's that? Uh, the, I said the, oh, the they, Oregon State win was good. Yeah, they yeah they, it was it was comfortable ish. Um. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think it was a, 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 I don't know, solid win just because of the way mm-hmm. they beat them. But they lost to Utah Valley uh, in their last game yeah. at the conference. And Utah Valley, I guess, is 92nd in Ken Palm. So, like, maybe they're pretty good. They have, ah, Utah Valley's not bad, actually. They've won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row. One of those is to Sam Houston State, which is number 78th in Ken Palm. Uh, another one is to BYU, which is not a great team, but they're 86th in Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have win over Oregon now. So maybe they're actually pretty good. Utah actually. Valley, best team in Utah. <laughs> hey, Utah's good now. You can't say that. You, uh, the, you could say they that have before. a transitive win over you. They have two transitive wins over Utah. That's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> silly conferences, dumb conference. I hate it. Uh, anyway, okay. So not those are the really it's just UW and uh Colorado that deserve some that need deserve, to be shamed yeah they deserve some shaming for whatever it is they thought they were doing here uh okay let's move on to make some game picks oh no wait i forgot we're going to do a pack 12 reset we're going into conference play now finally mm. um we're two games four games in technically if you count those early ones in uh early december is there a how would you how would what what do, what do you think are the how many tournament teams do you think the Pac-12 is getting like which ones would you say are the best teams and which of those are getting getting an actual tournament bid by the end of the season now that we're going into conference play you've seen them all they're going to play each other so you've got the two locks yeah Arizona UCLA obviously are going yep after that I think the best bet is ASU. I mm. don't think Utah is going to be able to do it because, like, I get we talked about the games they're favored in the games, you know, like if they win all the games they're favored in for the rest of the year per Kempom, uh, they'll be on the bubble. They'll have a chance. The problem is when your offense is that bad, I do think you'll lose some stupid games. See hmm. Utah losing to BYU, uh, like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. I don't think Utah can do it. I think Oregon dug too big a hole already. And I just don't think USC is that good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's tough. I um I, I it is tough. I think I think Utah has a chance. And the reason I think they have a they chance. They definitely is have that a chance. 
I think that Arizona State's defense is feels like it's reliant sometimes on just pure energy and like adrenaline. That that that, that Arizona State game and that defense, like getting the stops that they did, felt like it was just pure adrenaline like i'm not sure that there was anything schematically going on there whereas utah i think has some real clear defensive commitments like they have some really clear defensive principles that they lean on um you know crowding the interior sometimes they feel like a little bit of a mick cronin team and that they're going to sell out on the three there i think they're uh let's see here what their attempts are they're i guess it's better than a mick cronin team but they're 151st in three-point attempts per field goal attempts, um, they're happy to give up a three to try to stop everything on the interior. They're willing to sell out to do that. Um, they have really good team defense. I think they're much more disciplined. And I kind of think def- like really good defensive teams like that with just like just enough offense can get you pretty far, um, especially in a league that, frankly, doesn't have very many good coaches. You know, Dana Altman yeah, may be a good yeah. coach. Washington State, I, I kind of think Cal Smith is a-, a good coach. I feel a little bit... I don't know. I feel yeah. like he's he's improved my perception of him this season with what he's had to deal with. Um, Mick Cronin is a good coach, but after that, like Utah can absolutely outcoach. Craig Smith can absolutely outcoach the shit out of Andy Enfield. He can mm-hmm. outcoach the I, shit out of Bobby Hurley. At that point, I have we're my questions. About coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have my questions about what he can do offensively because uh, his teams at Utah State weren't great offensively either, and that worries me. However. I don't know if there's ever been a time where he had a bad defensive team. Yeah. And that's and something that you can't say about any of these other coaches. It's true. Um, and uh, they were pretty good defensively. Well, they were okay defensively last year. They had a lot of holes to figure out. They had insane injury luck. I think that luck. had a lot to do with the injury luck and the bad offense. It just made the defense impossible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so now they've turned it around. They're top 25. They're number 21 in Ken Palm's defensive efficiency rating in the country. That would make them the second best defense in the Pac 12 behind UCLA. Um, so I kind of think that the defense will travel, be portable, endure through the season. I think it's, I think it's good enough to do that. The question is like, can they get just enough? You need just enough offense. Mm-hmm. And last year, Utah's offense was like decent uh it was like not horrible it's actually probably a little bit better this year but not by much so if they can just get enough offensive production from brandon carlson from marco anthony from your guys like gabe Matson, uh mm-hmm. like just enough offensive production to keep you afloat like i think i think they will be a tournament team arizona state high variance team don't know what to expect of them i'm fair enough i, I, I am I I I don't trust them, but also I yeah. understand that they actually have a pretty good roster. USC, same thing. Like I don't trust them, but their roster is actually like not bad. Um, I I tend to think that they're you know I, I don't know they're talented enough to do something with it, but uh, they're just not really well coached. So I I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I I think Utah. I don't know if I'd say they're a safe tournament lock for me, but they feel like clearly the third best team in the Pac-12. Like they look clearly like they're a cut above Arizona State, a cut above USC. Um, Mm. That doesn't mean they'll sweep them, but, you know, I think if they, do they play those teams twice each? If they do. I think um, so. If they do, I think I'd like, I'd pick Utah to beat ASU and USC. I'd like them to go like three and one against those teams. Um, It looks like they only play Arizona State once. So I don't know. Is that one in Salt Lake or in Tempe? It's in Tempe. 
Um, that's a, one of the toss-ups that Utah is yeah. uh, an underdog in. I I kind of would not be shocked if they swept those three or went two and one. Like, I think they could absolutely go two and one. That would be a big win. Um, I don't think they have to beat a UCLA or an Arizona to to make it. Um, and hell, they already have a win over Arizona. So, like, you True. know, check, check mark. <laughs> like, they've got it. They've got that checkbox ticked. Um, and it's just a matter of beating teams that they should. Um, which mm-hmm. so far they have, they look ugly. Their offense is a limiting factor, but yeah, it's really yeah, a matter. I think, I think it's entirely possible. The PAC 12 is a four, four bid team. And in fact, I'd probably pick it. But if you had to tell me who the fourth was going to be between Arizona state, USC, Oregon, finding life somehow, Colorado, somehow putting it together. Okay. Let's, I, I, I couldn't tell you which one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Colorado can do it at this point. Okay. Too many bad losses. <laughs> they do have a lot of bad losses <laughs> i mean i don't know you don't you don't see them go on an oregon run when they finish the season with like two more losses and that's it that oregon didn't lose to anyone as bad as cal it's, it's true it's it's true and uh, oregon had a much better roster than cal does yeah uh oregon actually does have some some respectable losses for sure well we'll see uh but right now a three bid league um per yeah joe lenardi per bracketology is there a team that you think is i don't know maybe it's a colorado maybe oregon team that you think is struggling that might emerge that's gonna have a, an oregon-esque run is it oregon is it someone else that you think is gonna emerge oregon's the obvious pick because they have a lot of really good players you know <laughs> and a history uh, of doing it and and a history of doing it that's it's it's the mo every year last two years it has been a lot worse of a start and not quite so good an end, but like, I still think they're the, they're the ones poised to do it. Cause who, who like the other, the other alternative, the alternative is Colorado and Colorado. <sighs> I wouldn't bet on them doing anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I, I, I kind of think Washington State's going to make some noise. I don't know. Washington State be. is a good one, actually. That's, yeah. I, 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 so they're not going to be a tournament team because they have yeah, some bad yeah. losses. Although, you know, sometimes I wonder if, like, the committee considers things like injuries. I don't think they do. Um, <laughs> well, we haven't the, considered at this point is the effect of an upset in the conference tournament. It's true. Which I think Washington, can absolutely happen this year. I think Washington State could be that kind of team like with if, how if, much they shoot yeah like with how much they, they shoot high. and how and and uh the quality of their defense i think their defense is like pretty high quality stuff um i think mm-hmm. they really muck it up for a lot of teams they mucked it up against baylor they made baylor play super ugly they made ucla play super ugly um they made obviously usc play really ugly they've made some really good teams play really <laughs> shitty games we're going to get a good test of Washington State and whether that's true against the Arizona schools. they got to travel to both of them. That's going to be tough. Um, but I want to see Washington State, what they do with the Arizona offense. I think uh, Washington State's defense is, I, I don't know, I, 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 I am intrigued by Washington State as a spoiler. It's going to be annoying as fuck because they have some bad losses and it's going to really tank the conference. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. We, we'll see. Hey, if Washington State beats the right teams, mm-hmm. they could like. Uh, <laughs> I guess if they just continue to 
kind of like if they lose to all the good teams in the all the upper half teams in the conference in regular season and then go on a run in the tournament that's the path to a five bid league <laughs> if utah keeps winning if asu keeps winning and uh then a team outside of that wins the conference tournament that's how you get five five bids but i think that's the ceiling right now yeah and i think we're oregon state brand i don't know if that'll ever happen again <laughs> where we'll get that's... a non-tournament team making the tournament because of a of a maybe not ever yeah. again but for a, it's gonna be a while i don't know maybe 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 don't know. i i just i think i think ucla and arizona can both be upset this year uh yeah ucla i don't i don't think it hasn't they haven't lost to like a bad team this year right I don't right. think they have. No, they've uh, lost to Baylor and Illinois, who are, I don't know, top 10 teams pretty solidly. I guess Baylor is 21st in Kempom and Illinois is 28th. But, like, um, they're good teams. Like, they're good teams, yeah. They're going to be in the tournament, so they are not, you know, they'd have to lose to a worse team to do it to uh, make this scenario possible. But the uh, they did play a very close game against Washington State, as we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Washington State probably should have won that game, uh, and that you all you'll need one of those. And because UCLA is not a team that gets to the rim, because they like to take so many jump shots, it's totally possible that they just have an off night. And yeah. then with Arizona, we've seen they they are not bulletproof. They are not bulletproof. Right. We saw Utah beat them. And if Utah beat them, I think Washington State can too if Washington State is playing at their best. Yeah. No, you're right. I think it's uh I think it's entirely possible. Um and you know, Arizona State, we've already seen that they can get rattled a little bit. Um, this mm-hmm. team in particular. So I think that's a good one. All right. Well, that's our recap of everything that's gone down on the week, our look ahead, our reset into what's happening for the rest of the season. Let's go on and make some game predictions, Greg. All right, I've got a couple of games picked out for us here to look at. Just two, really, that have kind of stuck out to me on Thursday. USC traveling to Poly to Poly to the Poly <laughs> Pavilion across town to play UCLA. This game's at 6:30 Pacific on Thursday. UCLA are 14 point favorites over the Trojans per Ken Palm. Who wins? Who covers? Greg. I was prepared to just say that UCLA easily wins. And then I saw that they were 14-point favorites. And that scared me. That's <laughs> like, uh, 14 points is a lot. We know Mick Cronin struggles with USC. <laughs> like, does he yes. only have the one win? Uh, Yeah, last year. Uh, He might actually have two because they beat them in the tournament last year. Uh-huh. So, so I think You're he right. has two. So I think that the Andy Enfield curse is over. I think it's true, the truth. And the Dana Altman curse also over. He beat Dana Altman. Very good job, Mick. It's a big <laughs> year for you. Um, <laughs> you know, the fact that they, they got him twice last year, that, that eases some of my concerns. I'll say they win, but but don't cover. Yeah, uh, I just looked it up. I'm not sure if something refreshed here. I think it did. I'm not sure why. Just weird, random shit happening. It's a 15-point favorite in Kempom now. Like Ken Palm's yeah. losing like Vegas or something weird. Um, <laughs> I think UCLA wins. I don't think USC is very good, but it's one of those things where USC is going to get up for this game. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say UCLA wins. I'll say they win by like eight to ten. I don't know that they're gonna cover mm-hmm. fourteen fifty. That feels if, right. If UCLA beats the shit out of USC, we're gonna have to have a conversation because USC is they're gonna get up for this game and they're talented. Yeah, um, they are. They're gonna come out swing. Uh, you know, it's their it's their Super Bowl every year. So I am. I, I, if they if they do, we're gonna have to have conversations about what UCLA actually is. That would be very impressive, especially because of USC size. All right, on Saturday, 4 p.m. Pacific, Oregon is traveling to Salt Lake City to play Utah. The Moose are five-point favorites over the Ducks. Greg, who wins, who covers? I really hope that Utah does not become the Moose. Not a fan. <laughs> Why not? Of that name. It's a great. We already have talking about? swoop. Just just pivot to that. Anyway, what, so, the Utah swoops. No, no, you like a some hawk form of hawk. Yeah. Okay, hawks are probably such a, red hawks or something. I don't know. Hawks, hawks are such a boring, overused animal for. for don't care. I just ducks. don't like the way moose sounds. Because you can't say plural. Because you can't say mooses. I could say mooses. That would be incorrect. <laughs> uh, I don't want to just say the moose. They're like uh, okay, anyway. moose are okay. Hold on a second. No, no, no. Moose are like fierce aggressive yes, animals but they're also adorable that. like the best combination of I adorable not, it's like i wouldn't call them adorable the, moose are winter hippos that's what they are <laughs> things that you're like they are man, winter these things hippos would be, they really are winter <laughs> hippos <laughs> like things that you just be like oh they're so cute and then uh you get near one they're gonna like wreck you like that's i don't know that's an awesome animal <laughs> I'm shocked no one's the hippos. Like, I feel like we've got to get a college basketball football team during hippos. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think Utah's going to win this because oh, okay. it's in Salt Lake and because I, I just think Oregon's going to struggle with Utah's defense. It's going to be a low-scoring one. I think both teams are going to struggle to score, but I'll just take Utah because I don't know if Oregon's totally figured it out yet. Yeah, I'm not sure they have either. Um, they've got a lot of stuff to figure out. The problem is, is that like Oregon can, can be a high variance team. A lot of it has yeah. to do with like how's Will Richardson feeling at that particular moment. Now, Will, Will Richardson's mm-hmm. actually been pretty good this year. Um, I, I don't know if he's redeemed himself all the way for everything's done, but even in their losses, like he's been very, very good uh, against Utah Valley at 26 points, 10 for 19 shooting, four assists, seven rebounds. Uh, three steals. He's been a really, really good player for Oregon. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do with him. I'm, I'm gonna say Utah wins, but I'm gonna say they don't cover five points. It moved, by the way, since I wrote that uh, to ah. four points. So uh, <laughs> I'd say, oh god, I feel like four points is right. I'll say Utah wins, but they don't. They don't cover a four-point spread if that's what the spread ends up being. So, All right. It'll be a big one, though. That'd be, uh, yeah, especially, I think it'll be specifically a good game. because well, or, uh, entertaining the, game. Yeah, well, and also I think Ken Palm likes Oregon. They're fifty second in Ken Palm. The net mm-hmm. kind of likes Oregon. I think they're like in the seventy. Utah's forty two. Forty in Ken Palm right now. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, we will see. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's all we have. Uh, remember, we've got some Pac-12 football content coming up on our Patreon. All the stuff that we talked about earlier. Uh, that can be found at notruckstops.com. But for the rest of the season, we're here to talk basketball through April when a uh, Pac-12 team finally hangs a banner in hoops. That's all we've got. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, there are no truck stops here. Not even one. Uh, rumor 
still and thick with smoke So thick it makes you choke The crowd falls in, the coffee's kicking And my patience to everything Said I'm lonelier than a single sax on a quiet city street